it's astounding how small differences in the Torah, nuances in the language hold within them such great meaning. Narmafarshmar commentators are also astounding in, that, in how they unpack these tiny references to define the deep messages within the text. I personally see this as a proof of Torah and Shemayim, that the Torah is godly, otherwise it couldn't be. A nervous Balak sends a message to Bilam. Hine, behold, Am Yatsa Mitzrayim. Yatsa. Behold, a nation has left Egypt. And he continues, Hine, Chisa Es Ein Haaretz. And behold, they have covered the face of the earth. Please, now curse them before things get out of hand. What's Bilaam's response? Something which is often missed. Hine, again, Ha'am, Hayotzein Mitzrayim. Not Am Yotzein Mitzrayim, Ham Hayotzein Mitzrayim. Yotze is current tense. Yotze. Vichas esein haaretz. Not vichisa esein haaretz. Rather vichas. And they covered, and they will continue to cover the face of the earth. So who's right? Balak the king, Bilam the prophet. Is it Yotze or Yotze? Is it Chisa or Vaychas? Balak, that was the Yotza person, the king, saw part of the picture and part of the danger of Kaisro. But Bilam the prophet, who saw a little deeper, is informing him, you're missing it. You ain't seen nothing yet. You Bullock have no idea who Kleiser really is. Brace yourself. Now read from Moshe Feinstein, Gonu Zenu, who develops this idea. Bullock understood the Jewish peoples like other nations of the world. The natural way of a nation, they don't want to remember their old days, they want to look forward to the future. When they're powerful. Ubilam Yada. No, 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 no. Ki hu Jewish people is not like other nations of the world. El They're in the process of leaving Mitzrayim. They're in the process of leaving Egypt because they are one with the knowledge that they left Mitzrayim. There's Yatza. We left. Done with that. Been there. Done that. An ancient memory. And there's Yotze. That we're leaving, meaning we're in touch with the knowledge of the fact that we left. And we're living with that reality all the times. We have to, we're obligated, and so many mitzvahs go around that. We were gerim, meaning we were on a low level there, spread out. And this is our chashivas, that we remember the past. And therefore we can affect the whole world. That's the ecological vision. The whole nation can come under us. That's what Bilam is scared of. Yeah. You think they're just covering 
the land, that's what you got to worry about? You don't understand who you're dealing with. Balak knew he had a problem. Bilam was showing what his real issue was. And this explains the other problem, the other, excuse me, difference in the text. Balak, again, with his more superficial look, sees Chisa Seinar, they're covering the... They're covering. So you think they're covering? Vichas is the language of the of present and future. Vichas. The one was, turns it into Vichas. They're going to cover the whole land. They're going to cover the whole world. They're going to conquer everything. I'd like to explore one more difference after Moshe took us this far. Bullock says, Am Yatsa. Hine Am Yatsa Mitzrayim. What's Am Yatsa? V-A. What's Am Yatsa? A nation. Um, a nation. Bilam corrects him and says, what? Ha'am Yatsa. With the hey idea. The nation. Not a nation, the nation. There's none like them. This is the power of cholesterol. We know where we started. We use the lessons of the past. And that propels us powerfully into the future. We remember we were Gairim. We remember we were lowly in another land. We took that sensitivity, the lessons of that. The Kora Barzel, the Tikkun Midas, Tikkun of Chayit Kadmon, it says. We know the hard times, and we remember the great times also. We remember the Nisim. We remember how special we were to Klai We remember every day. Kabbalah Satara Harsinai. Is the Ramban says our hearts and our minds are there all the time living in that past the Rambam writes in Higarita Teiman to, to, to elevate that day more than any other day and as the period of the three weeks is right around the corner let's add we remember we had a holy temple and we know today that we're totally incomplete without it. We're happy and growing in our current reality, for sure. We're not satisfied. And we know, as the great Rabbi Yaakov Weinberg points out in an amazing essay, we will be totally finished if we didn't keep that connection to our past through this three-week three week period is, is what lets us live the whole year round. Because we know that we're built for more. And to tie into an earlier schmooze, we assimilate the lessons of the past. We absorb. We bring the past into ourselves. We stay far away from that scientist who said, we don't know where we are going. We do not know why we are going there. We're trying to get there as fast as possible. And when we live with our past the right way, and look longingly into our future. We remember another one of Bilam's words about us. Hain am levadad yishkon. They are a nation who dwells on its own. How are we fulfilling this today? To be a nation that dwells on our own. I want to share something from a best-selling author who wrote a book called Stolen Focus about humanity is losing their focus today, in a very severe way. Let me share a little of this. 
One afternoon, I sat in the Blue Lagoon in Iceland, a vast and infinitely calm lake of geothermal water that bubbles up as the temperature of a hot bathtub, even as snow falls all around you. That's nice. As I watched the falling snowflakes gently dissolve into the rising stream, I realized I was surrounded by people wielding selfie sticks. They had put their phones into waterproof casings, and they were frantically posing and posting. Several of them were live-streaming to Instagram. I wonder if the motto for error should be, I tried to live, but I got distracted. How many people see the Mona Lisa a year? Everybody knows what the Mona Lisa is? You know. Huh? How many people see them a year? Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah. How many people see the Mona Lisa a year? What do you think? Nine million? Any other, any other ideas? Nine million? You know what the real answer is? Zero. <laughs> Another time I went to see the Mona Lisa in Paris. Only to find she is now permanently hidden behind the rugby scrum of people from everywhere on earth, all jostling their way to the front, only for them to immediately turn their backs on her. Snap a selfie and fight their way out again. On the day I was there, I watched the crowd from the side for more than an hour. This is what social scientists and writers do. They have time. He's going to write a book eventually, you know. Nobody! Not one person looked at the Mona Lisa for more than a few seconds. Her smile no longer seems an enigma. It seems as though she is looking at us from her perch in the 16th century Italy and asking us, why don't you just look at me like you used to? And finally, he says he went to see this leading scientific specialist on willpower in the world, Professor Roy Baumeister from Australia. He'd been studying the science of willpower and self-discipline for over 30 years. And he's responsible for some of the most famous experiments ever carried out in social sciences, what this book is all about. I sat down beside this, uh, opposite the 66-year-old. I sent him writing a book about focus, how we lost it, how we can get it back. It was curious, he said, that I should bring this topic up with him today. This the expert. I'm feeling, said Professor Baumeister, not to be confused with Jägermeister, I'm feeling like my control over my attention is weaker than it used to be. This is what Mr. Mr. Professor Willpower writes. I used to be able to sit for hours reading and writing, but now it seems like my mind jumps around a lot. I start to feel bad. I play a video game on my phone, and that got to be fun. The author writes, I pictured him turning away from his enormous body of scientific achievement to play Candy Crush Saga. <laughs> he said, I can see that I'm not sustaining concentration in perhaps the way I used to. I'm sort of giving into it, and will start to feel bad. If he's losing some ability to focus, I thought, who is this not happening to? Let's think about ourselves for a second. We talk a lot about the dangers, but let's talk about how beautiful Klai Yisrael is. There are definitely individuals around the world, some celebs, that are still fighting this. But Klai Yisrael, look at our people. Look at right now. Not one phone out. 
We're so far ahead of the world. The intelligent amongst us, don't give our youngsters unfiltered internet access. And please make that decision now when you're in yeshiva. Don't do such a stupid thing to your children. We aren't wooed by the world. We love the possibilities of technology. But proceed with great, great caution. And know the longer that you can keep smartphones out of your children's hands, there's so much evidence on so many different levels. This guy's totally secular. I don't think I've read another book of his. I don't think he believes in God even. But he knows what's going on. There are challenges in our own community. And we have to be doing better. But nationally, talking about those of us who know, we're so far ahead of the pack. We are a nation apart. Okay, that's a word from our Parsha about our national vision. But what's our goal point along the way? What do we fill our time with now as we look at our past and head forward towards future? And as we remain with Adat and Yishkon, as we remain separate from the Goyim, and realize they have to learn from us, not us from them. What do we want to reach? What does it mean to be a Torah Jew? So let's turn back to last week's Parsha and again draw from the deep waters of Rabbi Feinstein. The Parsha starts, of course, Zos Chukas Torah. this is the law of the Torah. That's like a general idea. Zos Chukas Torah. this is the idea of the Torah. But then, of course, we want a very long explanation, Tumas Ames, the specific laws of impurity for a dead person. So what is it? Is it Chukas HaTorah? Is it a general idea? Or is it Chukas HaTorah is a specific idea? Another place, Torah writes, Zos Chukas HaPesach. In discussing the Koran Pesach, suppose, <coughs> the Pesach says, Zos Chukas HaPesach. It doesn't say Zos Chukas HaTorah. This is the Chuk of the Torah. So why here, in a kind of obscure and a difficult parsha, Amarti Chakma Vihirachokami, many, a parsha which Shlomo Melech couldn't fully penetrate, Sharnun, whatever it is. Why here is this those Chukas HaTorah? One of the most notable features of the Paraduma, the Red Heifer, is it has a very paradoxical, contradictory, contrasting nature. Tumas Mace, you're going to have to be a Bucking Taurus to know, is the most Homer Tumah, very, very severe of the opposite Tuma, great grandfather of Tuma, great grandfather of ritual impurity, produces opposite Tuma. Halal, sword can keep on, keep that Tuma. It's a very, very severe Tuma. And yet, the Paraduma has the amazing power to change that. That's why we are all Tommy Mace today, because we can't get rid of it until we have a Paraduma. We're all of us. If you ever been to Levaya? Probably, got close enough, been to a cemetery. Tommy Mace. All of us. That's why Kwanim have to be careful, etc. Because Tumas and Mace is everywhere. But the Paraduma cleanses it. Paraduma, the red heifer, has this amazing power to undo that most severe racial impurity. But yet, those that are involved in the process become Tommy through it. That's the paradox of its Paraduma. Those who are Tameh, it's Metahir. It purifies. But those who are Tahar, those who are pure that deal with it, it's Metameh. Metahir is Tmeim, or Metahir is What is it? It's a paradox. 
Zoschukas of Torah. This, or Moshe says, is the central way of Torah, to live with paradoxes, to live with contradictions, to live with contrasts. And a person can judge himself, as we'll explain over the next few minutes, and how much do you have in your personality, your religious personality, healthy, as we'll see, contrast, right? We all have contradictions, we don't mean those. We mean contradictions you can be proud of. Let's explain. Listen to this amazing line where Moshe writes, Shetzarach, a person, Tzarach neot anav, alatzmo, legaval chaveiro. A person, when it comes to himself, has to be humble, easygoing. When it comes to other people, not on them, about them, you have to be, have, be a Balgai before them. When it comes to ourselves, it's be easygoing. So what? Okay, he stepped on me. Big deal. No one means anything. The Balatani once wanted to express how great was the Anivus humility, the great Noam Elimelech. And he pointed to, like where Rabbi Schneider's chair would be, there was a Noam Elimelech, the actual Sefer, was like on the chair, between the, where you sit on the chair and the, and the, and the table. And he said, if you would stuff the Noam Elimelech himself into that space, that little space, just like the Sefer doesn't make a peep, so the, the Melech also wouldn't make a peep. You could stuff him in there. Hey, you want to stuff me in? There? You want to stuff me in? Stuff me in! We don't need to make a big deal of ourselves. We have to constantly work on making ourselves smaller. Of course, in a healthy way, we have to know our Milas. The person has to know his abilities, who he is. But knowing your Milas doesn't mean you make a big deal of yourself. But in terms of others, ooh, we have to be so careful. What I say, how I say it, Khalila not to hurt anyone, cause bad feeling, we all make mistakes. And he has every right to be mocked on me on the smallest infraction. That's how we have to see it. When it comes to myself, okay. When it comes to him, the smallest infraction. Even the M-word. What's the M-word? Microaggressions. I microaggressed him. But what's the sense in all this? Am I this or am I that? When it comes to yourself, you're this way, and you're a contradiction, and you live in another place when you're talking to somebody else. How about it comes, or Moshe gives another example, what about spending money? Most people are very, very careful about losing any of their own money. When it comes to someone else's money, he can afford it. He's got a business. He's doing well. He's not doing well. It's yeshiva. It's this. It's that. It's an institution. We have a lot of good teruts. When it comes to ourselves, we have a thousand reasons we have to be so marked. It's the opposite. Of course, a person doesn't waste money. Most of when it comes to yourself, you can be a little easy going. Another dollar, another two dollars. A little more tzedakah. Chomish, for most I want to tell you, there's a lot of heterim to give more than chomish. Many, many heterim. There are many, many leniencies. You can give more than a fifty yet stuck in a month. Ask a rabbi, but there are many, many Ethereum. When it comes to someone else, I don't want him to lose even a pruta. You know what your pruta is? 28 agaros. Three of those 10 agaro pieces. Not to steal it, to return it. A pruta, shove a pruta, another person. His money is the most serious thing in the world to me. 
And Rav Moshe says, this is what it means when we say that we have to be Ovid Hashem B'Shnei Yitzrecha, famous Chazal, with a Yitzhahara and a Yitzhatov. This is what it means. Those chukas are Torah. I think what he means to say when it's ourselves, so to speak, it's the Yitzhatov. I'm easygoing. I let things go. Not so makbid, not so particular. Right? With other people, I use my Yitzhahara. I'm exacting. Let's give another example. This is my example of Moshe. Give this example. Tell me that was really everything he said. Daning Lekabs Chus. When it comes to other people, we have to see always the beauty of Klal Yisrael. We have to see how great Yidin are. We have to be moved by them. We have to misragish from them. And realize we can't judge them. Until we get to their place. And as the Svasemis teaches, we never really get to another person's place. So how do you know? Do we really know anybody else's challenges? Do we know how big someone else's Yitzhar is? How big his evil inclination is? Maybe if I had a fifth the Yitzhar he has, I'd be five times worse. We might look better than others in certain ways. The person has to know. Thank God I'm on a good path. But maybe it's because we have so many more opportunities. You didn't have the opportunities you had. That has to be your look. Always being easygoing in your histoclis. That's what Donald Kavskos is all about, judging favorably. But that's when it comes to others. When it comes to ourselves, and you need some of that with yourselves also. Of course, that's Don Lukovsky to himself also. But too much of doing that with ourselves leads to mediocrity. You have to focus where I can be better, where we can steig more, not overly pat ourselves on the back. The truly great go with a lot of meters have on themselves. A lot of the, the truly great are, are tough on themselves. Can you imagine... The greatest athletes always excusing themselves. I know some some in the crowd like my athlete Marshall show him some don't. Lionel, it's not your fault. Novak, don't be so hard on yourself. LeBron, you're such a sweetie. MJ, you sold enough sneakers already. Tommy, look, you're a six round draft pick. You accomplished so much for yourself. Could you imagine them saying that to themselves? We all understand these athletic greats wouldn't be who they were if that was the attitude they had. They're always looking to be better in their limited field. In Kodesh, Lahavdil, Elif Abdullahs. Could you imagine Rabbi Kanievsi saying to himself, Look, you hazard enough. Time to be a snowbird. Got a lot. Of Noah Weinberg, who I knew personally. Look, you're Makaira enough, you didn't already. Chill time! Ravadja, look, you know everything already. Time to drink tea with Margulit and Demona. Enjoy the grandchildren. They would look at you like you're out of your mind if you said that to them. Stop Chazri? You told Ravnoch to stop being Makaira? Huh. So, but what am I? Am I tough? Or, and demanding or easygoing? A studied contrast. Tough on yourself, but easygoing with others, unless they need, you know. Sometimes tough love is the best love. My Avram, it says by that Kedah, he saw the place Mirachok, he saw the place Mirachok. That word, makom, place, is reminiscent of another father. 
father Yaakov. What's the connection between Avram and Yaakov? It says after the Akedah, after that glorious moment where Avram was ready to give up everything to fill Ratz and Hashem, Hashem responds, Akshav Yadati Shiyarali Kimata. Now I know, Avram, that you're a Yaralikim. I know now that you have Yerat Hashem. I knew, Avram, you knew how to extend yourself. The Chesed, extension. Chesed is a language of extension, like the Ram says in Mora. I knew you know how to extend yourself. But you know how to contract yourself like that? This is new to me. Now I know that. I always understood, listen well, that was all about Avram's personal shlemus. That the, the point of the Akedah was to bring out that aspect in Avram, which was less there. But the Sfas Emes takes it to a whole other level. He says, that's true. That was what the idea that was going on. It was Avram Shlemus, Avram's completion. Avram's figuring it out, all out, so to speak. But he said it wasn't about Avram. The reason Avram went through all that was for something greater than him. It was to get to Yaakov. It was to get to the Bechir of us, the chosen one. That's the Mokam Mokam. The Yarsa Mokam Irochok. Avram saw that Mokam in order to get to Yaakov. The Tachlis, the dream was to get to Yaakov. And Yaakov had it all in his personality, as we've spoken about before and is well known. And with that, he handled every struggle. He fought Esav, he fought Lavan. He had difficulty with, with children. He was Matak and Marv. When you have Shlemus, when you're Zosik because of a person, you can handle anything. And Yaakov was the Av. was Mitato Shlema. He produced Shiftekah. He produced the tribes of God, where Avram and Yitzchak, see their tremendous madre, came up short. Avram had a Yishmol, Yitzchak had a Nesav. Yaakov, Mitasa Shlema, all of the sons had God's name in them. Chinuch raising children today is so difficult. My wife always says, you know, thank God we're basically done with it. It is so difficult today. So many difficult, great people suffer from. And no one has the exact answer. But if you want a fighting chance to have all of your children complete, you have to model Yaakov. To develop the different sides of your Torah personality. To adapt to each of your children and bring balance into their personalities. If you are a hammer, you think everybody's a nail. But not every child is a nail, or even close to it. He needs a whole different approach. We'll finish with this. Darsh Hogliloy. A Galilean, the Gemorian Shabbos Pechas, tells us a drasha brought from the Galil. Baruch Rachman Adiyav Aharayin Aharayin Tlisoy. Laam Tlisoy. Blessed is God that gave the Torah of three. Laam Tlisoy. To the nation of three. Ayyidei Tlisoy. Through the Through the third. Beyond Tlisoy, on the third day, Beyachat Tlisoy, on the third month. What does this mean? The Torah is three. How's the Torah three? Torah, Vim, Ksuvim. Lam Tlisoy, to a nation of three, Kohanim, Vim, Yisrael. Ayyidei Tlisoy, Moshe was the third child. Beyond Tlisoy, in the third day, Beyachat Tlisoy, Beyachat Tlisoy, on the third month, which is of course Sivan, Nisan, Er, Sivan. What's the idea of three? 
This is everything we're talking about. Two outward boundaries and the middle kav that brings everything together. Avram is over here. Yitzchak is over there. With all their shlemus, as the Gon says. But Yaakov reaches a whole different level of shlemus. Zos chukas Torah. That's chukas Torah. That is what we have to strive to be. Not limited to this mitzvah, that mitzvah, this midah, that midah. We speak about the shvil hazahav, the middle path. I think there's a colossal mistake which goes on when people think speak about the middle path. They think it means I'm just like a harp kind of guy. I don't want to ruffle feathers. Walk between the raindrops. Don't get anybody upset. Democratic. Uh-uh. To reach the truth of Yaakov, the real shvil hazahav, you have to have the Midas of Avram, you have to have the Midas of Yitzchok. That was what Yaakov was. Av on one side, strength on the other. Easiness on, going on one side, exactness on the other. Friendliness on one side, toughness on the other. Zoschukasatara. This is our lives. This is the Makkah we all have to reach. Zoschukasatara.